0: Hello Revive Church, it's Andrew here, happy Easter, we are thinking of you, we're missing you, uh, we can't wait to see you all again real real soon. Uh, what crazy times we're living in, uh, this is Easter Sunday, normally we would be in church, we'd be worshipping together, we'd be praising God together, uh, we just have a powerful time together in the presence of God. But not only can we not meet in a church building right now, but many of us, we can't even leave our own homes. Uh, we can't get our hair cut. Can you tell? Uh, You know we can't. My kids, they can't go to McDonald's. They're devastated right now. I've not had a Costa for, I don't know, it seems like months and months and months. What crazy times we're all living in. Uh, For many of us, this situation is totally unique. Um, unless you've, I guess, been hospitalized maybe for a long period of time, I don't know, unless you've been in a situation like that. Many of us have never been in a situation uh, where we literally cannot leave the buildings that we're, we're, we're in right now. However, for people in the Bible, this situation was not unique. There are many, many people in the Bible, in the word of God, who find themselves in a place of isolation, whether it was in a prison, whether it was in a pit, whether it was in the belly of a whale. There are many of God's people, God's greatest servants, found themselves in a place where they were shut in and isolated. And I was thinking about them, one of them this morning, and that was Joseph. Joseph in the Old Testament. You know that Joseph was a man that even as a teenager, he had dreams from God. Uh, He had a dream that one day his brothers and parents would come and bow down before him. Um, He was a a man of integrity, a man of righteousness, a man with the call of God clearly upon his life. And yet twice in Joseph's life, he found himself trapped in in a a place of isolation. There was a time when his brothers uh, took off of him, his his coat and many colors, and they put him in in a pit and sold him into slavery in Egypt. And then, of course, in Egypt, He was falsely accused uh, by Potiphar's wife and he found himself in a prison. Can you imagine Joseph right there in that prison cell? There is no way out. As far as he's concerned, he's going to spend the rest of his days in prison. I wonder if he must have been thinking about the dreams that he'd had as a teenager and wondering, what on earth is going to become of my dreams? Is it possible that God's word can be fulfilled when I'm here in this prison, don't know about you, but many of us, if not all of us, we've had dreams that we uh, that, that are on our hearts for 2020. And right now, many of those dreams are on pause. Maybe you dreamed about going on holiday somewhere or you dreamed about somewhere you were going to go as a family. And right now, those dreams are on pause uh, and you don't know, are they going to happen Certainly for us as Revived Church, we got so many things that God had put upon our hearts of 2020. Uh, whether it be a new building, whether it be missions that we were going to go on, uh, locations that we were going to start, people that we're going to reach. And it's so easy to be in this time of, of lockdown, this time of quarantine, and wonder what on earth is going to happen to all these dreams. But in prison, Joseph was not alone. You remember that there were two men in the prison with him? There was the baker and there was the butler. What does a baker do? A baker bakes bread. What does the butler do? The butler served wine to Pharaoh. Right there in prison, in a place of isolation, God gave Joseph access to the bread and to the wine. I want to speak to anyone here right now, and you may feel like you're in a prison Maybe a prison of fear, a prison of sickness, a prison of financial worry, a prison of depression or anxiety, maybe a prison of loneliness. I'm going to speak to anyone right now. Maybe you may be in a home environment where there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of, uh, of stuff in the atmosphere that's not good. And yet there's no way out for you. You feel like you're stuck there in that prison. I want to tell you that in the prison, you are not alone alone because God has given us access. God will always give us access to the bread and to the wine. The bread, of course, it speaks of the finished work of Christ on the cross and of his presence. The wine, of course, it speaks of his blood. No matter what situation you may find yourself in today, no matter where you are, you always have access to his presence. You always have access to his blood. The story of course goes that the butler, the baker, they both have dreams. And the interpretation of the baker's dream was this that after three days he would be lifted up and he would be hung on a tree. It would mean death for him. But the other man would go free. The other man would be restored back to Pharaoh's presence. What a powerful picture of what happened to Jesus, the bread of life. He was lifted up, he was hung on a tree so that today me and you can be set free from whatever prison we find ourselves in. Today we can be restored back to the presence of God. God is the great restorer. He restores joy, he restores health, he restores peace, he restores finance, he restores relationships. He sets us free from whatever prison we may find ourselves in. I thank God that the bread of life, Jesus, he was lifted up, he was hung on a tree. He died so that today I can live and I can be restored back to the presence of God as his beloved son. The cupbearer. The Bible says after three days he was set free from his prison, and once again he was able to give wine and place the cup of wine in the hand of Pharaoh. There came a time, of course, when Pharaoh himself had a dream, and he was asking around his kingdom, Who on earth can interpret this dream? And the cupbearer remembered Joseph. The cupbearer spoke up. For Joseph. He testified on behalf of Joseph to the king. Right now, we have to remember that the blood of Jesus speaks for us. The blood of Jesus testifies on our behalf. Right now, in the presence of the great king, God Almighty, there is someone who speaks up for us. There is someone who testifies on our behalf, and that is Jesus, uh, the mediator of a new covenant made In his blood. The blood of Jesus speaks louder than your sin. The blood of Jesus speaks louder than your shame. The blood of Jesus speaks louder than your circumstances. The blood of Jesus speaks louder than your past. The blood of Jesus speaks healing, it speaks forgiveness, it speaks righteousness. The blood of Jesus declares that God is for you and not against you. We have victory in his blood. His blood is more powerful than any virus. His blood is more powerful than any prison wall, any prison cell. Right now, the blood speaks for you. Joseph, of course, thanks to the butler and the baker, thanks to the wine and the blood, he came out of his prison and every one of God's promises over Joseph's life were fulfilled. Every dream was fulfilled. Everything that God had destined for Joseph was fulfilled. Right now, I know that things may be confusing. Maybe things can be a little bit scary. Maybe we don't quite see uh, the, the end goal in sight. But one thing I know for certain, that every dream that God has placed in your heart will be fulfilled. One thing I know for certain is that all of God's promises are yes and amen. One thing I know for certain is that what God has said, what God has promised, what God has ordained, it will come to pass. There are promises that God has spoken over my life. There are promises that God has spoken over my family. There are promises that God has spoken over Revive Church. There are promises that God has spoken over this region and over this nation. And I want to declare right now, when the devil might whisper and say, what's what's going to become of all these dreams? We want to say right now that God will work all things together for good and that everything that God has promised will come to pass. Joseph came out of his prison with wisdom, with strategy, with divine guidance to into even speaking into a government situation. What the enemy meant for harm, Joseph was able to say God has accomplished it for the salvation of many lives. I'm believing that in this time of isolation, God is going to bring the church out God has given us a butler and a baker. He's given us the bread and the wine to sustain us in this lockdown situation. But we're coming out. We're coming out with new strategy, new creativity, new ideas. We're coming out with new wisdom. And right now, God is bringing us out powerful. We're going to see the greatest harvest of souls that we have ever seen. Right now in Hull, in East Yorkshire, God is going to use this to see a mighty harvest of souls. Right now, it's a time to be sustained. But we are coming out. Not just being sustained, but we're coming out victorious. We're coming out as overcomers. We overcome through the blood of the Lamb, the word of his testimony. Right now, I want to encourage you in your home right now to take some bread and just to break it right now. And as you do, I want you to thank God in your heart right now. Say, God, I thank you for your finished work on the cross. I want to thank you that when you said, it is finished, my sin was finished. The curse of sin was finished. Sickness was finished. And right now, as we take the bread, we remind ourselves that every one of God's promises will come to pass. Right now, as we take the cup, the blood of Jesus was shed for you. The blood of Jesus was poured out for you. And that blood speaks on your behalf right now. That blood speaks healing, it speaks cleansing, it speaks deliverance. And right now as we receive the blood, we receive the life-giving flow of the presence of Jesus. Revive Church, I want to speak over you right now, blessing. I want to speak right now over you, the goodness of God, the favour of God. Let this be a season of dreaming. Let this be a season of God downloading heaven's dream for your life. You're going to come out of this. We're going to come out of this as a church more powerful, more victorious than ever before. God is going to make all things work together for his good. God bless you. Amen.